Welcome back to the Sci-Fi Generation Podcast. This is Daryl. And this is Margo. And we are, uh, we're back. Yes, we are back. So, let's just jump into it. Yes, let's get started. Let's get started with some uh, pop culture. There's actually a Justice League movie. It's been how many years? We've been probably arguing and saying, fans have been saying it's never going to happen for 30 years. (laughs) Right? It's like, oh, it's going to be Super Friends. It's going to be, you know. And finally, there is a Justice League movie. Um, Awesome. And so, it's it's not the full Justice League for those of you who kind of grew up on the animated series, so there's no Green Lantern. Mm -hmm. There is Wonder Woman, thank goodness. I I don't think that it would have been wise for them to do it without her. I I think it's safe to say that Wonder Woman is the star of the DC universe right now. Absolutely. I expect... uh, most of the, of the reviews, which have been sort of sat on by now, uh, to say Wonder Woman and Flash steal the show. Absolutely. And that's Absolutely. So that is uh, what's going on at the, at the theater in the U. Of course, the same stuff that's been in the theaters for a while is still there. Uh, Blade Runner, Thor, Ragnarok, mm-hmm. which right now is the biggest thing. Okay. Um, How'd that do in the theater? Uh, that's It's the number one movie. Okay, of course it is. Going into the weekend. So it's it's Marvel versus DC. Yeah. Which is, isn't it always, though? As, as it should be. As it should be. Like, so many things are wrong in the world. We cannot afford for Marvel and DC not to be fighting. Right, let them fight. Please. I say let them fight at, at, for our entertainment. Absolutely, absolutely. For so. those of us who are not willing to put down the $900 necessary to take our family to the movie. <laughs> really, because it's like, I think in most places, and I'm giving a national average here. Sure. I think it's about $10 per person. At, at least. Right, I said national average. Yeah. Because, you know, you know, the Northeast... And the West have to understand that there are people here in the South that, you know, we are, there are progressives here in the South. I well, know that. Well, even in the South, I, I know that they like forget that. $15 a ticket, though. No, I mean, I don't think so. Doesn't it get, it's like ten fifty. It gets expensive when you do the, um, so if you do IMAX, IMAX or 3D or something like that. Well, 3D, then you're in $20. Right. And you haven't eaten yet. Right. So. You're good. Right, but but that's why I said national average, because you figure places like, you know, like um, like Tennessee, I think the tickets are like, and if, and if you're in Tennessee, and I'm giving the wrong price, but I don't think they've hit $11 per ticket yet in places like that. I would say, uh, especially especially Tennessee, right? Because right. Like Nashville has re- recently rewired, and they're yes. a rewired city. Yes. Um, so. so there are smaller cities that are probably under 11 Right. So that's cool. Right, right. So the national average is between 10 and 12, 50, I that, think. That, that, there you go. Yeah. Uh, we're Gen Xers, so we remember $5. Yeah. Anyway. Those were the days. <laughs> For those of you not willing to put and down that kind of money. you buy them. <laughs> well, you know. There are, home, there are home options. Right. There's stuff you can stream. So, well, you know that's my thing. Right. That's, that's I'm, most people's Yeah, thing. I'm a streaming addict. And and last time we were here, previously mm-hmm. on the Sci-Fi Generation podcast, we talked about uh, Stranger Things. Stranger Things, the Upside Down. Which we streamed to death. We did. <laughs> and I'm going to be watching it again, probably. Since then, there are, have been other things that uh, 
that one can stream if you're a science fiction fan. Mm-hmm. Um, new this week is. Or a if show. You, I'm sorry, but even if you're like not a science fiction fan and you're trying to find out like what the big deal is, there's some good stuff to get you started. So that's actually a, a better. I think that's that's a better place to start. You actually yeah. raise a really good point. So if, so if you've been listening to the show um, for a few times, it's like okay, where mm-hmm. do I begin? Right. Right. There are places where you can begin without actually, well, you still got to pay the subscription fee, mm-hmm. right, for Netflix. You do. Um, but, but I mean... Typing sci-fi and fantasy into into Netflix is actually not as bad as it used to be. They used to be nothing but... Well, the audience cool. needs to be... Um, hi, audience. You guys need to be let in on the fact that we have been Netflix fans since 2000... I feel like two? Is At that- least 2002. I feel like 2002. It might have been 2001. I feel like we might have been getting CD- DVDs in the mail. I might have been Oh, we were definitely getting DVDs. Yeah. yeah, no, we were definitely... like I've had DVDs for like a year and then popped it in the mailbox like upon a move. And they're like, okay, cool, thanks. And then they send the very next one in queue. And in I'm your like, queue, yeah. I don't think I'm going to watch this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just... So it's we on have, TNT right now. It's like, here's Fifth Element. Right. <laughs> so we have had a relationship with, like many people have, with uh, Netflix since the inception, since the beginning. Right. So I say that to kind of segue that the fact that we we will probably pay up to, they keep increasing the price, but it's it's value for us because it's, it's how we watch TV. Right. It's how we view shows. So. It really is. Um, I stream, I would say I stream everything. You do. Um, I, I very I, yeah, rarely I, watch something live, and if it does, uh, it is with our good friends at TCM Party. Absolutely! Shout out to the TCM Party hashtag TCM, TCM Party. Party. Y'all are my dogs. I love y'all so <laughs> much. Yeah, I love TC. Like I sometimes at the end of the day. Like, I'm like, you know what I feel like? I feel like a TCM party. <laughs> Stop off at the store, get some wine, jump into that hashtag. And it's like sitting in the living room with, like, friends. With friends. Virtual from friends yeah. from all over the world who who get, like, there's this baseline of, of love for cinema that you start at. Yeah, old movies especially. Yeah, yeah. No, not especially, only. Like, seriously, I feel like TCM Party. Yeah, I feel like only. Like, if you... We're not talking about AMC. Well, AMC picks up. <laughs> no, and, and that's right. not... That's not... That's no shade on AMC. I just right. feel like AMC will show you something from... Like, for them and for a lot of people, vintage is the 70s, right? Yeah. Whereas for us, that's not necessarily vintage for us. So, like, we like stuff from, like, pre-code. Right. So, like, if you understand what I meant when I said pre-code then TCM, TCM party might be for you. Yeah. Right. And so I think that that is who that audience is. And it's just a cozy audience. And, you know, I just love the, 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 um, the you know, the uh, Twitter uh, friendships that you, you, you gain there. Yeah. They were, they were, uh, and, and for those of you, shout out to Tiffany Vasquez and indeed, you know, and, and for those of you who aren't uh, a part of that, uh, fix that today. Um, go to Turner Classic Movies, uh, find out what they're watching, then open up your Twitter client on your phone or on your iPad, um, type in the hashtag TCM Party, and there's commentary and good information about the movies um, from fans, 
right? Like sometimes, like when we were watching Logan's Run or Close Encounters, Tiffany, like you said, mm-hmm. or other people from TCM staff will join in uh, and kind of give information about the movie. But largely, it's like super fans from all around the world who will like chime in and um, and make it a really more enjoyable experience. We've watched Metropolis. Mm-hmm. Um, with TCM party and it made it and I've seen Metropolis like a billion times but with like with these friends from all over the place it's great and when we watch Close Encounters and Logan's Run every year mm-hmm. as we do as we do with TCM party there's always always somebody every time who's like I've never seen this before always and and that's the best part right because you get people who are like I've like I've heard, like I've heard of even something as um, controversial um, culturally, mm-hmm. as um, like a Gone with the Wind, right? Or you know, uh, uh, Birth of a Nation. Birth of a Nation, right? There are actual discussions, and people really appreciate. Oh, that's our that's our resident train, guys. Hold on. You you would think that like we're on that train? That would be dope. <laughs> we should do a show on a train. No, I love the train. We should right. We should do like. Sci-fi on the Orient Express. So, you guys, you know we are at um, Advent co-working space in Charlotte. Shout out Advent and the people who run this space. And uh, they that is one of the only, um, what do you call it? Uh, Downsides? I would call it a con or a downside to, to podcasting here. But I think that because our fans are so awesome... I'm just like, whatever, with the train. I just think it's hilarious. So there's yeah, a freight so train. It's a freight train. It, so it's not like, you know... We usually know. edit it out, because we're usually... We have we usually have our little sound... Our, not little, our sound engineer yes, with us. Our sound. junior sound engineer. Mm-hmm. And um, he usually stops the show. He stops it for us. He, right. he You know, he does the sound engineering stuff. But he's not here today. Yeah, so we're in Missing Man formation. Yeah. Um, but... Um, Shout out to whoever's getting that delivery from that train. <laughs> uh, anyway, but so, anyway, TCM Party, yes. if you get a chance, you know, jump in there. It's really good. Like I said, it's it's intellectual. It's fun. It's um, it's just a lot of fun. And it doesn't matter out. what the movie is. So we're sci-fi fans, and but we're, but we're also kind of old movie fans anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, we're just movie fans. It, it's what bonded us. Right. Do you remember all those romantic evenings? I do. We could actually do like a separate spinoff show about... Uh, Little known fact about us: We're actually Bollywood fans, also. Oh, we could actually do telling a secrets oh. <laughs> of like our Bollywood Sundays. Anyway, <coughs> we could. Yeah. Anyway, that's a whole other subject. A, we'll we'll share the show. Bollywood stuff with people later. But anyway, if you get a chance, we totally went. We totally digressed. Um, we were talking about streaming. Yes, streaming. So, uh, if you're interested in sci-fi fans uh, looking for stuff to stream on Hulu, there's a new series called Future Man. Uh, Future Man is a, as you can imagine, time travel show. It's executive produced by Seth Rogen. Uh, totally draws from a bunch of uh, references in pop culture that you've seen a million times, but it's actually pretty funny. Um, so Future Man is out now. And on Netflix, finally, The Punisher uh, is out now, which is the latest Marvel Netflix. So that so the, the Netflix Marvel stuff is the Marvel stuff for grown-ups. Right? So Punisher is like the most violent so far of all of it and I haven't finished the show I just started uh, but it's actually pretty heavy it ties into Daredevil and if you're a, a reader of the Daredevil comics don't ask but in <laughs> the in the Netflix hey and universe, if you're not don't feel bad neither am I guys right. so. it's fine if it's, you haven't picked fine. up already you know Daryl's the, the true guru here <laughs> of certain things of many I'm things I'm a guru of some trades <laughs> 
Um, I know some traits you a guru. Hey. hey. Okay. So. We are without an editor today. So <laughs> right, right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. Um, yeah. What else is going on? Um, did you get to finish that or did I interrupt no, you? No, that's cool. So, so that's. So, Punisher is happening right now. Um, Discovery, which was on. Uh, which is on CBS All Access, is now on hiatus until January. Um, so there's a bit of a cliffhanger. It wouldn't be Star Trek if it wasn't. Um, so right now, if you want to do try for whatever that seven day or fourteen day trial uh, for CBS All Access, you can actually watch all nine episodes of uh, Star Trek Discovery, and I highly recommend that. So you can join the argument of whether it is or is not Star Trek. Yeah, I gotta catch up. You gotta catch up. On I've been Discovery. so mom busy lately. Yeah, just so mom busy. Shout out to the moms out there. You know what I'm talking about. Mom busy. Hashtag mom busy. That's what I've been. Well, that's why on demand is such a great thing. It is. That's what makes it awesome because there's, I'm definitely not going to catch up on it with this being Thanksgiving week. Right. So. That's not going to happen. Nah, I'm that mom in the kitchen with some wine. <laughs> Praying I don't burn a gravy. There you go. Yeah. We Now, we're fortunate in that we don't have that tension of uh, the family gets together and all we're going to have the crazy political discussion, what to say, what not to say. As a family, we're kind of cool. We're yeah, we are. We're kind of laid back and it is what it is. And it's not that we don't have opposing views. It's right. just, I think we all know that this is just like neutral ground and everyone knows how crazy Margot is and how liberal <laughs> and progressive she is. So let's not even go there with Margot because she cooked. So right. we'll be nice. I think that's important. I think that's a lesson people don't realize. It's like if unless you were kind of contributing to the cooking, right? waiting and starting the argument is kind of... It's kind of a bad move. Right. I mean, you know, I have friends who are conservatives and they are on a complete opposite spectrum, mm-hmm. but of me <clears throat> and um, and family members, of course, yes. you know, but um, I think you also have helped to set the tone in our home in that, hey, this is not, a, you know, we're, t- you know, yeah, this is about being together and check your shit at the door yeah. and if it gets into a political conversation we are correct you are wrong and no you do not get a plate to take home right right because, there's food at stake right you gotta know you gotta know there's food at stake and don't correct. risk it over I think so and so right so I think that that's cool you know what I'm saying I so think Thanksgiving's that, fun uh, yeah um, probably it is. won't be doing so um, I start cooking yeah Tomorrow morning. There you go. Tomorrow, Sunday morning, and I start cooking for first the work event. Right. Because you got to bring stuff. I wasn't even supposed to be there. That's a whole nother story. <laughs> I got hoodwinked by my boss and them, man. To bring food? Not a lot of food. I'm just bringing a little. Well, you're doing the cranberries. I'm doing the homemade cranberries. You do your actual homemade cranberries, which is awesome. Thank you. We're like futuristic people, but you do like the mason jars and the. Yeah. You break it out. It's actually... That's a little... You know, i got a few little country things since I've been here in the South. I like those. I love a good mason jar. There you go. I love a good cocktail in a mason jar. Hey. All right. You know? So, you know. But, um... So, yeah. So, it's Thanksgiving week. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. So, um... Please, uh... You know, talk about science fiction. You know? If, If it gets crazy with your family. 
Talk about a movie. You, you certainly could. But then you'll have that drunk uncle. You think I didn't see the liberal agenda in that movie? <laughs> yeah. We're fortunate that we don't have that uncle, but yeah. There's always that dude. No, we have the uncle. We just don't be around him. <laughs> I do have that uncle. He's on Long Island. But yeah, yeah, you're right. We don't, we don't eat with that guy. Um, so, happy Thanksgiving to everyone. Definitely... Uh, you know, be safe. Be First, family. be safe. And if you can, be with your family. Enjoy it. Okay, well, we're going to take a commercial break. We're going to pay for some of this, guys. Right. And then... Right. Sci-Fi.com For exploration, discovery, and adventure on frontiers of human understanding. Plus, a bit of the old razzle-dazzle. Now playing. Cerberus Rex. In the following excerpt from the program, a professor teaches class, and all is well. No one screams, no one runs for their life, and nothing explodes. In that regard, this portion is different than the rest of the show. Marty McFly should have died screaming silently in space. Who knows why? Let's take a step back. Do you know who Marty McFly is? You, blue shirt. I'll learn your names, but it's the first day of the semester, so blue shirt. Who's Marty McFly? If you don't know and make me feel old, I'll fail you. I'll fail you so hard, blue shirt. Try me. Uh, he's from... Back to the Future? He is from Back to the Future. You knowing that makes me feel hip. Now, being in space without a spacesuit sucks. It just sucks. What are some things that would happen to you? Don't write this down. This is just grisly first day stuff to scare some of you out of class. Uh, you, red headband thing. What happens to a human body in space? You freeze to death? Actually, probably not. Space is not a good conductor, so before you freeze to death, other, much more horrible things will happen to you first. Ebulism. You get bubbles in your blood because there's no ambient pressure. Hypoxia. Your blood is deoxygenated but still pumps through your body. A really, really bad sunburn. And, hot tip, if you are about to find yourself in space, do not inhale and hold your breath. There's no external pressure in space keeping the air in your lungs from expanding. If you hold your breath right before exposure to the vacuum of space, your lungs explode. So, why would you end up in space if you tried to move through time? Are you Dr. Correa? Annabella Correa, Anna. I was sent by a former colleague of yours to ask you to come take a look at a research project. What do you have out here? There's a tunnel that goes underground, a cave, and a well. Then it gets pretty weird. Underground? You're going to insist on going. Mr. Wingard is going to drive you down in one of the jeeps. Control, away team is good to go. Copy that, Mr. Wingard. Security containment, open the tunnel door. Opening tunnel door.
Greats.com is Brooklyn's first sneaker company offering men's and women's styles. And the women's styles are luxurious with uppers lined with full grain calf skin leather. Oh, ladies, and if that sounds familiar, it should because every fashion house offers footwear with the same pedigree. Y'all know what I'm saying? So they sell the greats, classic styles, made the best for less. And their best sellers include these Royale lace-ups. And the Royales are beautiful. And the Wooster slip-ons as well. It's the per- perfect gift for the holidays. If you use our code SCI-FI and go to greats.com, you will save 15% off your first purchase. And I'm telling you, these are beautiful. <laughs> so it's 15% off your first purchase. Probably won't be your last. Code SCIFI at greats, G R E A T S dot com. And we're back with science news. <laughs> science. I feel like we should have like a like a ticker or something, like like the news. And this is a science news round. Okay, so last week you want, last show you wanted like a sound pad behind you, and now you want like, good evening, Mr. and Mrs. America, and all the ships at sea. This week you. We're not gonna do either. Like we're like you gotta just change this every week. Like we'll have to produce a new science news bed. We gotta get science news. Anyway, we are here. Back back with the science news. You have something really exciting to talk about. One of your favorite brands. I do, yeah. Oh, I do. So this is actually fun. So this week, uh, there was an announcement from Elon Musk, the real live uh, Tony Stark, and his company Tesla. Is he real life Tony Stark? I so know. He, if anybody from Tesla listens to the show, we need you to uh, add us because seriously, Daryl is a true fan. I am a fan. He is. Um, and so I was one of the people who got up and and watched this announcement. Um, Tesla has announced two new vehicles. One vehicle is a semi-truck. Really? Like a truck. Like, you know. Yeah. Like the truck. <laughs> like the, what's the, what's the sound that made, baby? Bomb, bomb. It goes bomb, bomb. Not yak, yak. Eh. I think the Tesla truck goes yak, yak. Anyway. <laughs> the Tesla truck is electric. <laughs> right? So it's an electric truck that goes from... <laughs> that, 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 that is just... So it's fast. It's powerful. Okay, why would a semi need to be, like... Super- electric. No, why would a electric. Semi need to be- no, electric I get. Okay. That's totally, that's totally cool. Uh-huh. But I mean, fast. Okay, so that's a great question. Um, because it's one of the things that... And I saw on, on Twitter during the announcement, people asked, like, why does that matter? Um, so I am not a truck driver. Um, the biggest truck I've ever driven was a 35-foot truck. Okay. Um, and that's, like, a big moving van. Right? Mm-hmm. And so, and I drove that across from, like, Chicago to New York. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you you want that kind of pickup, right? Okay. So you can get from where you started to where you're going in a a decent amount of time because if you're a truck driver, as you guys know, you're paid by the job, mm-hmm. and you got to get here. You have a certain amount of time, but you got to get there mm-hmm. um, to deliver the stuff, right? Okay. So that right. means, and 
because of new regulation, well, recent regulation, you can't drive all night. So you can't drive for 24 hours. Okay. You can only drive and you got to log your hours and you can only drive for like eight hours at a time. Okay. Right? So um, that being the case, you got to cover as much ground as possible. Okay. You know? And part of that trip sometimes is stopping for gas. Right. You know, if you've ever been to a truck stop, which which is awesome. It's like if you're a truck fan, it's like... You are, like, a, such a fanboy of the truck stops. I love like, truck that stops. is so truck crazy. Truck stops are like, well, dudes like gas stations. I'm sure there are women who like gas stations, too. That just but sounds like, so creepy. They're designed for, like, here, you want beef jerky and uh, and sunglasses? <laughs> <laughs> You need a you need a down vest also. Boom, that's truck stop experience. But like the real fancy truck stops also have like showers and all this crazy stuff because you know you're driving cross country. So now, um, if there are electric trucks, right? You've got like charging stations that you can pull into. Yes, I know. Right? I remember that was important one long distance trip we took. Yeah. That was nice. Yeah, right, not the showers, the charging stations. Right, the charging stations yeah. that is important. Yeah. Uh, and so the idea that freight will now be moved with very minimal um, uh, pull on gas on actual on on that resource is really really exciting. They're really weird looking. They look a lot like the uh, like the uh, semis in the movie I Robot. Okay. Um, and so like the front is really smooth and flush, and the the rims were really big on the tires and blacked out, and so that was that was. But it was it was, it was cool. It just looked super futuristic, and of course, gotcha. like Elon Musk jumps out of one on stage and uh, and then shows it off. And that was a major um, part of the announcement, but not the coolest part of the announcement. No, what was the coolest part? The coolest part of the announcement. If anyone's ever driven a hybrid car, right, uh-huh. like a Prius or uh, you know any of the hybrids. Um, they're out there. It's it's a great experience. It's kind of cool knowing that you know, okay, I can go this far without. Or if you or if you currently drive a Tesla, like their sedans and stuff, right? Hard tops. Uh, if you have a hybrid with a uh, with a sunroof, that's really really nice. So uh, this week, Tesla revealed their electric roadster. Really. Convertible. Great shade of red. Um, super fast. Okay. Um, and just an incredibly sexy vehicle. Like, all-electric Roadster, this is not something that's going to take the place of, um, like, whatever that Pontiac was. The, right. The, they don't make it anymore. But, but it's not, so it's not going to take that place. Okay. You're still good with your Toyota Solara. Um, but this is really going to give folks with high-end sports cars a run for their money. Really? Um, because the gas mileage on those things are horrible, right? Like, it, the old joke is, if you can afford a Lamborghini or a Ferrari, who cares what the gas mileage is on those things? Right. Um, but what if you could actually get, like, 400 miles for a 30-minute for a charge on a really attractive convertible? Huh. Right? That huh. changes things. That is very sexy. So it's a very sexy thing. So it's very so these are the things where so like the electric vehicle market and the auto um and the automotive market have been the autonomous vehicle market has been really geeky news forever. And now here's an opportunity for it to really apply to audio auto enthusiasts and people who just want to <laughs> to drive cool cars. Right. Um yeah, the Tesla Roadster is just gonna be that new gotta have that car Ooh. and I just think that that's that's so great that like an electric car is uh, is gonna be the must have sports car that's awesome you know people are never gonna not want Ferraris I don't think no Ferrari is 
in Lamborghinis. In our DNA. People just know that that's a high-end car. But just to You know, certain to... cars are just in the American DNA. In the know? world's DNA. In the world's DNA. Yeah. yeah. Right? Like, you want to be able to open it up and right. drive around. But, you know, from you know, for those of us in cities... Right. To just roll up with the electric joint. <laughs> that's pretty cool. So that's, it is. So the, so the Tesla Semi and the Roadster... The other thing about the Tesla Semi, uh, the truck is that it's going to have some of that autopilot technology that, um, that okay. Tesla worked on as well, which is really important. That is important. Um, they've also uh, have some features that are going to stop, car, and, and those of you in major cities will, will rejoice, um, will stop these trucks from jackknifing. And if you've ever mm. been caught in traffic because of a jackknife tractor trailer, you know uh, that any technology that stops that is technology worth getting behind. And yeah. that... That is true. Tesla semi. So, so, so the, the so mm-hmm. safety, safety and efficiency and fun, fun and should be a little bit cheaper. Yes, hopefully. A little bit, hopefully. They don't like raise the power, raise the cost of electricity. Okay, that was good. So that's yeah. And that's, in Tesla news, Tesla so, news, that's really good. So we'll have like a, a Tesla section. Or, or a SpaceX <laughs> section every week, right before your Pluto, uh, your Pluto. My Pluto news, exactly. Yeah. So that's the end of that story. Cool. All right. So we have two. I have kind of like two. We have I have one, okay. and then we have one that we kind of geeked out on together. Yes. What's your story? Well, I'm going to go with the FDA press release. Oh, love this too. Okay. So the FDA press release um, was, well, the FDA has a lot of press releases. The U.S. Food and Drug Administration. Yes, the U.S. Food and Drug Administration has a lot of press releases, and some of them go, like, completely under the radar because they're just not important, but then some of them make headline news, like um, the Abilify pill. Right. So... The Abilify pill is a. It, what is, was it? So Abilify MySite is uh, is a pill that is used for depression, isn't it? It's yes. A, Abilify is definitely a drug that's used for depression, but this particular Abilify MySite is different. Right, and it's different because it is known as the Internet Tracking Pill. The first. The first Internet Tracking Pill. Okay, so with that, people are like, what? Yeah, girl, let me tell y'all. So it's a pill that has a sensor. Okay, so you take the pill and it has a sensor that digitally digitally um, tracks and records when you last took your medication. Right. So, like, I was like, what? And you know me being, like, all, like, little crazy political girl like I at first I love the idea of it and convenience of it that was where Mm -hmm. my mind went the first at first Mm -hmm. right so um and and, and let me go back a little bit so this is also about the so it's a pill and it's for the treatment of schizophrenia and and manic episodes that some people with bipolarism experience okay Mm -hmm. the abilify the abilify and that's according to the to the press release of um that was sent out um now um it is also going to be a patch so it'll be a patch oh, that God. will, okay. yeah. So um, there's going to be a patch worn by the patients that's going to transmit the information t- by way of their their smartphone. Okay. Because because you take the pill, but then there needs to be a transmitter between gotcha. you and the right. Okay. So that's what this is going to be. So hmm. my first mind was like, wow, like that's like really cool because somebody like me who can't remember to take 
you know, allergy, uh, allergy medicine. Like, how cool is that? But no, this is for the treatment of schizophrenia and really it seems like very serious um, and life threat. You know, um, you know, the type of drugs where people need to survive or right. that they can be, you know, a threat to society and things of that nature. But then I started thinking about how, you know, the, there's going to be like such a gray line with this, right? So you fast forward a few years and will the state be able to sanction, you know, people who, you know, because there is a problem with mental health, people in prison because of mental health issues. And sure. sometimes they just won't take their medication. Right. So let's just say I have a, I don't know, let's just say, a, you know, Jane, I'll just say, you know, Jane for the sake, Jane Doe. Mm-hmm. Jane Doe is schizophrenic and she is a danger um, when she's, you know, on her own. But when she takes her medication, the threat of danger is significantly decreased. And um, she goes to court because in one of her episodes, she broke the law one too many times. Can a judge then say, you know, we will, uh, we will, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Can a judge say, we will let you put you on probation if you take this pill so and will the state bracelet. right and will the state be able to monitor that app mm. so like it's not just what are the privacy issues on that right, right. so like i i could take it and be like oh, okay my app is telling me that i took it or my app is telling me that it's time to take it again sure. but now would the state be able to say, we'll let you out if we monitor when you take your medication so now you and I have access to that app? Wow. So that's where my mind went next. Okay. It was like, so I definitely see the pros, and I think that it would be wonderful for people to get that help. Like, you know, people who are not a threat to society, people who are just schizophrenic or bipolar, and they're just having a really hard time just navigating. And then if you're forgetful like me (laughs) on top of all that, like that would be, that would be really positive for them. But then I thought about how, what would this mean in 10, 15, 20 years? Could the state, and then of course for African-Americans, whatever, you know, that gets even worse, you know? So whatever, if the state is sanctioning people to take, you know, to, you know, monitor their medication by way of an app, how would that affect, you know, um, marginalized segments of society? Yeah, and, and, and in a couple of ways, right? So not only are they tracking you to see when's the last time you took your medicine, does it then cross over into them tracking which medications you're actually taking? Correct. And that, that gets dangerous. That right. Crosses into so, I mean, but, you know, that's, you know, my mind goes to that only because, you know, politics is something that I, mm-hmm. in, you know, I, I enjoy following. Um, and, and I just wondered how that would play out. But overall, I see a lot of positiveness to it. It's just crazy because it, now the pill, from what I understand, is made of mag is made of magnesium, which also is in part, in part made of magnesium, which I think is another important piece to this because magnesium is a uh, mineral, uh, I believe it's a mineral, right? A mineral, yeah, a mineral that we need, you know, that the body needs and so many of us are lacking. So they were able to make this in part with something that our bodies need okay. that can also help with the balance of mental health. Okay. So I'm going to follow the story and I will give people more details on it as I learn more details. But I just happened to think that was something that like really, sorry guys, I'm turning the page of my notes. <laughs> but that was something that I really felt was um, 
was really interesting. And I think it takes us into a whole, like, new place in medication and how... Because, you know, aside from mental health issues, what about other issues like um, heart medications and diabetes medications and um, cancer medications? Like, this is just a never-ending... place for for you know for for for, for progressive medicine and i think yeah. that is fascinating and so it's going to be interesting to see where that goes so that was my story for the week i, I felt like that was really really important yeah the techno political implications of that story it makes it never ending yeah right like, absolutely this is the vanguard this is the you know this is the frontier that we're breaking through right that stuff that our grandkids are going to be are going to think is like, well, of course they track you for your medication. Right. How else are you going to remember to take the pill? Right, because there's going to, right, because there's going to be the political mindset of, well, you know, of course, like, she's schizophrenic, she's supposed to be tracked. And, right. Like, you, it, it'll, you it'll be, right, that's what you do, you know, or, or not, not, ju- not just that you're schizophrenic, because not all schizophrenics are a threat to society. That, that's very important right. for me to, to footnote. I don't want people to think that that's where my mind is, because all schizophrenics and people with mental health are not um, you know, threats to society. Right. So my point was just in the in the rare cases that they are, mm-hmm. that this might be something that you know could be a challenge. Yeah. And something that I think that you know marginalized communities should you know keep an eye on. And I, and I think that it's important for marginalized uh, communities because in marginalized communities there are uh, medical dependencies that people don't factor in. Um, uh, African American children in particular are particularly susceptible to things like asthma, um, which needs to be treated on a regular basis, or or it's extremely problematic. Um, where your asthma medicine is tied directly into, is trackable. What if what if that's where this goes next? Right? Well, I mean, if 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 the parents see my thing is my only thought process and challenge for politics was just the political use for the court systems. What I'm, when it comes to your point, when it comes to something as simple as asthma maintenance or yeah. pain maintenance or pain management or yeah. asthma management, I think that's a, I think it could be very helpful for the parents yeah. to have that app. Cause I'm a forgetful, I'm a forgetful mom. Like, I mean, if my kid is not like, honestly, if it were not for you, like, I forget to give DJ medicines. Like, I just do. <laughs> like, I am not... I I forget to give myself... You have to remind me to give me... Med, you know, when, when, when I'm dealing with some levels of pain management, like, you remind me. So, I mean... But there are people who say that we should have the right to manage our own... And they're absolutely correct. And that's why I'm saying, you know, this is going to be interesting, right? Mm-hmm. Because, you know, it goes into your civil liberties. Yeah. And... You know, does the government have a right to sanction and say, hey, you know, in this particular case, mm-hmm. your mental health condition is, is a threat to society. Therefore, this is what you have to do and, yep. and, and not get prison time, right. which, 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 mm-hmm. is, which is an issue, right? Yeah. Because we are incarcerating people with mental health issues in, in astronomical numbers, and they don't need to be incarcerated. Right. They are not receiving the proper care. Because, They're not receiving the proper right, care because in incarcerations. In, in, in incarcerations. And so, um, yeah, so that'll be very 
it'll be interesting. I'm sure, you know, there's a, there's a whole rabbit hole we can go down when it comes to the science fiction <laughs> yeah. part of that. Like, yeah, science that's fiction crazy. has sort of warned us not to do this. Yes. But we're going to do it. Yes, yes. Um, because Skynet didn't happen. So we figured, eh, we don't right. So right. we're just going to try this other stuff. Exactly good right. Story. Yeah. Thanks. I thought that was pretty good. And then you and I both have one that we both like. Yes. So I live with headphones. You do? Most of the day. You do? Um, you know, I, I I love music, so I'm listening to music all day. Or I'm doing conference um, calls and I do it in stereo. Um, and, um, well, let's just get right into it. Google has, have, um, has released the Pixel Buds. Um, they are headphones, right? And they're decent quality headphones. They're kind of pricey. They uh, they start at about 159 bucks. And so what makes these Google Pixel headphones special is that they actually translate. Right. So they translate languages that you don't necessarily speak based on the uh, settings that you set uh, with their software. Uh, and you wear them like normal earphones. And you are in, you find yourself in a situation as my darling wife has, uh, where you're sitting <laughs> near her husband who has a fixation for on Tuesday um, Japanese rock, and you're like, "What in the hell is do as infinity?" Um, hey, I know, I know that one. I'm not that dense. <laughs> Um, but I think... But there have been moments where you're just like, extra pan is a bit much. Here. No, what drives me nuts is when you leave the closed caption on. Oh, well, the extra pan, This Is X, is a great documentary if you love rock and roll. And I left, and I watched it, but you can't watch it without the captions because the people who speak English, the English is so bad, you're like, wait, what? And you're rewinding it, so I, I left it on. No, I hear you. But, but anyway, the Pixel Buds. The Pixel Buds were for, uh, are, are sort of like the Babelfish from The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, which is a Douglas Adams book, and adapted into TV series for the BBC and two movies. Um, the Pixel Buds translate basically any language that, they can, that you can hear into, let's just say, English for those of us who speak it. Um, and it's an amazing situation for not just uh, for... You're standing in a situation where someone else is not speaking the language, but I would imagine that if you're studying a language, and you are one of those immersive language, immersive learning people, um, where you kind of need to be surrounded by it, and seeing it on a page doesn't help, that this could really help you learn other languages quickly. So if I'm in, I don't know, if I'm in Singapore, right. The language can be translated to I can, English. To English, so someone yeah. can walk up to me and say, "Hey, girl, right? How you doing? Right? You look lost. Right? Okay. Now it doesn't work the other way around. It's <laughs> not like the Star Trek Universal Translator. So you you're still speaking English, and everybody's looking at you crazy. <laughs> okay. But you'll at least be able to hear what's right. going on. So 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 traffic signals around you, or any kind of warning or something like that, you'll right. be able to hear and know that. Um, you'll look bananas because you're walking around with headphones. But there's a wireless option. Oh, wow. Those are kind of nice. They've got, like, the little band. So, like this, go between that Well, I other. think someplace like Singapore, you wouldn't look crazy. I don't know. They're tech savvy. Yeah. So, they would I catch guess. on. I mean, I, there are a lot of places, like Dubai, that yeah. are tech savvy. And they're like, oh, that's she looks really out of place. She has on headphones. <laughs> Tourist. <laughs> like, right. You you're going gonna to fit it in Dubai. 
That's yeah, true. absolutely. There are certain places that are just, you know. Right. New York, everyone's walking around with earphones. Correct. 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 But, uh, yeah, That's the, really cool. The pixel so, guides, when uh, can we get them? Now? Soon? Now? Depending <laughs> on where you are. <laughs> um, Google it. Google it. Google exactly. headphones. And they'll be happy to sell you one. Um, let's sell you a pair. Uh, like I said, they run between one fifty nine or the pair that I saw. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure that you can get like a two hundred. I'm sure they'll be happy to upsell you, right? Forever, um, and get those kind of options. But um, relatively speaking, for what the technology is and a decent set of headphones, really decent price point. Yeah, I mean, sounds like it. People have paid three hundred dollars for Beats. Yeah, right. Absolutely, a- a- and they don't translate. Right. Um, this is actually function that uh, that many of us, I think, will appreciate. Absolutely. It'll, it sounds like it'll be fun. Yeah. Yeah. So that was fun. Yes. So we had some good news stories, I think. Yes. Um, Finally, uh, you know, uh, uh, it's that time of year where the tech stories start to end the science stories, right? Like yes. Are, um, are interesting. Absolutely. So we already covered where everyone can find us, but we're going to do it again on our way out. We want to thank everyone for listening to the Sci-Fi Generation podcast. If you have any questions, concerns, corrections, ideas, thoughts, or just want to say, hey, girl, hey, y'all, how y'all doing? Um, Reach out to us. uh, Contact at sci-fi-generation.com if you're an email type person. Yeah, contact. At sci-fi-generation.com. There you go. See? <laughs> or through the social channels. Okay, Which is more cool. fun. Yeah. Which we really enjoy anyway. And we're on the social channels a lot more. Yes. Well, you, you're not. You check me. Actually, you check me a lot. I check email and I check email. Mm-hmm. Yes.